The Crafty Crew is your weekly craft beer review. Join myself, Kinger, Nally, Mark and Walchy as we try some new and some favourite beers with a little bit of banter along the way. Starts Friday, January 15th with new episodes every Friday. I felt it would be weird to crack open a beer during a cider episode. Yeah, I don't want a cider though. Hi everybody and welcome back to the Crafty Crew podcast. Uh, my name is Kinger, I'm joined by Mark. Hello. By Nally. Well. And by Walchy. Good evening. Lads, I will I explain what's happened? So this this is going to be episode eight. We've, we've lost our original eight and nine episodes and um, we're bouncing back with this. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like anyone who actually listens to it deserves an explanation of why the usual 40 minute show was 10 minutes completely all of a sudden (laughs) (laughs) yeah so for anyone who was maybe wondering why you didn't get a full episode um last week we're we apologize you know we know that we're a big part of your lives and that you missed us a a huge amount (laughs) over the weekend (laughs) but um we had a numerous um amount of uh technical difficulties left right and center um, and it's, it's nobody's fault. It's just one of those things we're new and we're still getting used to this. But just to point out, me and Nally had no technical faults. So just, just to throw <laughs> that out. It's more annoying that like one technical fault was on my, one episode was my fault and one episode was Walshie's fault. So it was kind of a double whammy, which is a bit of a kick in the teeth. And Nally, just I have to, um, I have to give you high fives there and kudos on your use of the word fuck uppery. I think it's, it's a great word. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate it. All right. <laughs> The one thing I'd like to throw out is we initially had uh, your brown ales and we were meant to do our wheat beers and a silver line and we get to do the two of them again. We do, which is so, always a, that's always a good a good point to be fair. Yeah. More more drinking, uh, so, so, you know. Exactly, yeah. So this week it's uh ciders. I think uh, everyone will be uh, very familiar with the likes of a Bulmers or an Orchard Thieves or they might go as uh, fruity as a Copperberg sometimes as well, yeah. 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 Showing that uh, Alska, Alska there has kind of gotten quite popular lately as well. Um, I mean, I mentioned I mentioned Alska a couple of weeks ago and I got slated for it. So, um, Nally, uh, away you go with some facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so cider is a, a thing. And uh, that's it. That's about it. That's all we care about. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, so cider is it's made very, very similar to beer, basically. You've got the same basic idea. And the main difference is in cider, you're using apples. Well, you know, apple cider. Obviously, there's other different types of cider, different fruit ciders. But apple cider, let's stick with that because it's the one people mo- most know. So apple cider, basically, you get a heap of apples. You pulp them down or you mash them up. You break them up somehow. You put them into a big vat. And then you throw in some water and then you throw in some yeast. And that's kind of it. So the yeast they use for it is the same as they use for beer. It's the Saccharomyces cerevisiae. But there is another type of yeast as well. uh, Saccharomyces bianus, I think the name of it is. Um, And basically that yeast can be used. uh, It's a higher, it kind of tends to do better at higher alcohols. So sometimes it's used, it's used in winemaking as well. So some ciders hit that higher uh, ABV range. And you can throw in that yeast instead. It ferments the same and you get, you know, alcohol production. So that's the main thing. Um, the other thing with ciders as well is um, for anyone who's, you know, that bit hell conscious, they're they're great for you. Not. Um, they're filled with sugar. <laughs> so on average, uh, cider will have about five times more sugar in it than beer. 
like Ooh. because it's made from apples so the, the natural fructose and the natural sugars that are in all the apples and stuff there's a lot more of that than in you know the grain that's used to make beer so if you take an apple bite into it and how sweet that is versus i don't know take a weedabix and bite into it and see how sweet that is <laughs> you're going to taste you're going to taste the difference in the natural sugar levels it's going to be quite stark so that's 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 kind of you know they lead into that um apart from that you know ciders they tend to be aged uh, quite a bit so like we were saying there a while ago hopefully it wasn't on one of the episodes that were cut but god knows it could have been uh, we were saying how like uh, new england ipas and things like that or general ipas they t- they tend to do better when they're fresh and not when they're aged because the hop smells and the hop flavor and everything kind of dissipates quite quick. So if you can get them done, if you can get them into you quicker, it's better. Whereas with ciders, what happens is they tend to pick the more tannic apples. So like like the more tart and things like that. If you bit into it, you'd be like, well, I, I, this apple has gone off or something. You mightn't like it. Um, yeah. It's all the tannins and stuff that are in it. And they give it that kind of tart, bitter flavor. So they need time to mellow out. Ciders tend to be aged for about three months, anywhere up to three years before they're bottled and sold off yeah Dali just to go back there to one thing you said about the Weedabix so you know could you pulp up Weedabix like you'd pulp up apples and use it to brew a beer I doubt it maybe I doubt it though I'd say I'd say most of the natural sugars of them are probably you know cooked out them in the process of making making the Weedabix themselves but okay so the sugar is gone what about something like a crunchy nut cornflakes a lot of sugar in those. <laughs> it's a lot of sugar in that. That's a shout. I mean, I can't think of many things that use... Well, I suppose in Budweiser's high corn syrup for a corn malt. Uh, you could. I mean, basically all you need is sugar in there and then the yeast will ferment that and then some hops for flavour. So I guess you could. We could try it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd just like to trademark that to any uh, potential breweries listening that's my idea and if you come out with a cereal based brew I'm going to sue you <laughs> I feel like Kellogg's I very litigious. <laughs> I am very litigious I'm not afraid of Kellogg's I've taken on Diageo in this podcast yeah, <laughs> I've taken on Budweiser in this podcast I'm not afraid of any of these guys as we said before go big or go home right that's it no risk it no biscuit <laughs> <laughs> a weed a biscuit. Oh, I'll see myself out. I'll see myself out. <laughs> so, uh, Walshy, you uh, you have a nice historical fact about ciders for us this week. Oh, I do. And uh, as a as a bit of a doctor myself now, I'm inclined to. I found this out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least at least let the joke sit before you start laughing. At least give me a second, all right? Doctor of bollocksology. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was trying to. Now, now my bollocksology doesn't sound believable, which is whatever. But right, back to my point. Uh, in the 19th century, cider was advertised as a cure for the gout and other illnesses. Which, being Nally and Mark, being the science guys, have proven that that's kind of potentially ridiculous. Well, we we haven't proven it because we haven't gotten gout and then tried to cure it with, <laughs> with cider. But uh, you met it, we, it. It sounds ridiculous. Yeah, gout was like like part of gout. A lot of kind of wealthy people would get it, you know, because overeating, a kind of sedentary and luxurious lifestyle, was one of the causes of it. So if you're just drinking something that's full of sugar, and you know, back then there wouldn't be any refining process, mm. so you could get toxins and stuff maybe in it. So like all that shit's not good for you. 
so it wouldn't have helped, <laughs> you know. They didn't have flat 7-up back then, so they really didn't have uh, any modern medicine. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing like an old wife's tale. Uh, I believe it was also used to um, baptise babies instead of water as well, which is another weird and interesting fact about it. I wouldn't yeah. have minded been baptised inside of myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you were a kinger with your love of it, you know. Or maybe enough of it splashed on you in the pub and uh, maybe, after your christening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, in the 14th century, it was uh, cleaner than water. And it was also like really readily available. So, you know, it's it's hard to say exactly when cider first showed up in history. You know, because apple trees have been around for so many thousands of years. Kind of the main recording of cider was when the Romans invaded Britain for the first time in 55 BCE. They, in 54 BCE, there was like two invasions over two years. So you're talking Julius Caesar here. The troops kind of started drinking it because it was what the locals were drinking. And they like learned the technique and brought it back to Rome. So it became like kind of a working class thing then in it, around the Italian region and stuff for a while. Um, Nali, you want to jump in there with something? No, just I think I think that that would make sense as well. Like I mean, you know, cider making and wine making are much more similar process than beer making. So mm. you know, Italy and stuff would be famed for its wines as well as France. So I reckon the process and everything would have been relatively easy to transfer across you know what i mean yeah exactly um and you know well you know these guys they brought back the cider to you know it's italy and greece and it like absolutely exploded in popularity and from then on we have kind of the traditional cider now what's interesting is back then right these days like if you have say your bulmers okay they're using the same exact type of apples for their ciders all the time so do they get that consistent taste but back then, a lot of it would have been just what apples are around. You'd be growing an orchard from like one apple tree. You take the seeds out of all its apples, plant loads of new trees. So when you're doing that, just through genetics, the tr- new trees you're planting are all a bit different. So what will happen is over generations, you'll get loads of these different flavors. So if you're mixing all these different flavors of apples together, it's really consistent to always have the same taste in cider. So for years and years, like ciders would have been like wildly different even in the same orchard kind of year on year you could get different tastes a bit so um it's kind of you know only really recently that maybe kind of the industrial revolution just before it that they started absolutely sticking to the same cider but because of this genetic variation and the popularity of cider there's seven and a half thousand or more varieties of apples okay so they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away if you want to do that with a bottle of cider, it's going to take you 20 years to try them all. <laughs> Jesus. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Mark, I believe you chose the ciders for us this week, and one of them actually has a bit of a wine um, influence. Am I, am I right? Yeah, definitely. So um, for anyone who may not know, we tend to like pick our categories and then get the person who is like the least or the smallest fan of that category to pick the beers in it so that there's no favoritism or prior experience you know so we're going to try two today we're going to try Sheppy's um original cloudy cider which i think is an english cider uh which should be pretty nice i guess you know cloudy might be interesting but like cloudy lemonade is kind of what i have in my head for it mm. um and then craigie's irish craft cider it's rosé cider so it's crafted in ireland but the rosé thing is really appealing to me as somebody who likes their wines I'm not a huge fan of the ciders. That I think this could be a very interesting um, drink. I once had a Chardonnay barrel aged beer, and the taste oh. of the Chardonnay really came through. 
and I really liked it. So I'm hoping this is something similar. Yeah, I don't know if it was the same one I had, Mark. I think that was Otter Bank Brewery or something like that, I think. Yeah. It was it was good. Muff. It was really nice. It was a strange experience. But yeah, shout out to Otter Bank Brewery. I think that's the name. Someone can fact check me there. But definitely, if anyone it's can get a go on that, worth a try, so it is, yeah. Otter Bank Brewery from Muff in County Donegal. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> There's now, actually, you're mentioning um, ones you've had before. I actually had one in, um, and I don't know if I've brought this up before, um, in a pub in town. It was a, a, a beer, but it was um, brewed in cider and fermented in a whiskey barrel, uh, which sounds mad to me. And sounds like a bad joke. It was brewed in cider. Yeah. Brewed inside who? who <laughs> uh, I didn't even cop that. But, uh, <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Paul Walsh didn't yeah, get exactly. that one, At this stage, boys, you should know what to expect from me, and that's not a lot. But it was it it was actually it was nice it was actually nice considering it was very strange I, I didn't know what I was drinking half the time but uh, it wasn't bad at all. Cool. So Mark, do you want to uh, give us our first one to try for this week? So yeah. So I think because I'm looking forward to the rose one so much, I'm gonna delay a little bit and have it as the showstopper at the end. And we're gonna try the Sheppy's cloudy cider. Cool. Well, sure. As we're as we're cracking them open, it's probably worth noting it's the first time we've had two bottles on the podcast. Yeah, good shout, yeah. First bottles on the podcast, I believe, actually. Because uh, our, our Wee Bear episode... Oh, the last episodes are bottles, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 The last episodes are bottles, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be like a thing. If, if if this podcast goes for a while, it's going to be it's going to be in the folklore of it, the last episodes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like the Star Wars Christmas special from the original trilogy. <laughs> Right, so Kinger, just as you mentioned it being the far first two bottles, I was actually curious about thing. Just as I was looking in the shops and online, is it a thing, or is it easier to bottle ciders than can it? Because outside of Bulmers and Orchard Thieves, I don't see many, if any, craft cider cans. It's sure, mostly yeah. bottles. Is there any reason behind that? I. I can attempt it. I have my own like idea on it now. Whether it's right or wrong, I don't know. Because I'm just thinking of it now as you ask it. But I think there could be a couple of things. Like, So it could be, you know, historically ciders are bottled because they can age better in bottles. Like you don't, you don't age something in a can. And, you know, some ciders get aged for up to three years. So it might make more sense to bottle it and then age it that way. You know, considering it's similar to the wine process as well, you don't see wine in cans really at all, either. So it's similar to that. The other thing yeah. as well is they're so highly carbonated because there's so much sugar in it. The can mightn't hold the expansion of the of the of the carbonation as well. And um, that's something else as well that could be it. Yeah, I suppose the other thing as well is it's not generally they might be as produced on mass as beers because from year to year you're going to get a different variety of apple or like Mark was saying. The apples can kind of change in it, so you can have blended apples and blended um, ciders to make one uh, particular style. So year on year, they could change. So you don't want to keep a consistent can or whatever for it. Um, there's another thing as well, Nally, that might be a bit of an answer to it. Ciders tend to fall on the lower range of the ABV scale, and what some brewers do is they add after the brew is finished and they're bottling it, they add extra sugar and extra yeast into the bottle to increase the alcohol content. Um, and kind of bottle age it as well during that bottle age process maybe bump it up from you might start with a three to bump it up to like a five or a six um so i mean maybe that's it as well 
that bottles can handle an extra fermentation step better than cans. I guess we don't know, but we're good at bullshitting about four or five different reasons. <laughs> I feel like we've given we've and, given we've given food for thought out there, Mark, and that's the main thing that mm. we try to do. <laughs> Let's mosey on. What do we think of this? Uh, the color, lads. Who pissed yeah. in my water? That's very cloudy. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it is very cloudy. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. At least it's living up to its name. Like that's yep. that's like someone just took some my wadi lemon and chucked it in. Like it doesn't really have. I, I guess this is. As somebody who doesn't drink much cider, I have the kind of Bulmer's orangey Lucas 80 look in my head. Yeah. But it's very pale. Like it's, it yeah, is it's... like a pale dilute lemon drink, I guess. It is, yeah. There's no, no head on ciders as well, is what I've noticed. They don't tend to ever really hold a head. No. Like you might yeah. get the fizz at the start, but it's gone pretty quick and you don't, they never really hold a head. I suppose that's probably the proteins in the grain that leads to the head being held in pints rather than with apples. It's got a nice, pleasant, um, sweet, apple-y kind of aroma to it as well, I find. so. It's... I think I think it smells very similar to Bulmer's. Yeah, it's not too strong, but it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you've hit that on the head there, Dicker. It does have that kind of Bulmer-y smell. Where it's, it's not too sweet. It's a little tart or something as well. It's, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised I was ready to kind of cremate ciders, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> but... I, <laughs> It's actually quite nice. It's a lot nicer than some of the ciders I have had, which isn't a lot. Your traditional Bulmers, Orchard Thieves. I've tried the odd Copperberg. I, Copperberg I just find far too sweet. Uh, but if it's a thing, I'm in someone's house and I run out of drink and all they have is a bottle of cider in the fridge, I'll drink it. You know, but yeah, I'm quite quite pleasantly surprised by that now, to be honest. So, Walshie, when you're in someone else's house, you'll even drink things you don't like just to get them because they're free. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or it, it's either, damn, I have no more drink left. You do, and all you have is cider. And I want to continue drinking. So It's funny, I feel a little bit of pressure this week because I was the one that suggested the cider as a style to do, but I didn't pick the ciders. So I don't know why I'm feeling a little bit of pressure, but I'm, I'm hoping that I might, I'm not going to convert you, but I'm hoping that you might come out of this kind of with a bit of a better view on ciders than you have had in the past. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not like... Nah, I can't even say it. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, just getting onto this, the flavour of this, I think, is very similar to kind of Bulmer's after after I've had a bit of it and kind of halfway through it now. It does kind of have that bulmers kind of yeah. tinge to it. Like, I mean, yeah. if, if, you, if, I didn't, if, I didn't, if I didn't look at this, you put down a pint of Bulmers and a pint of this and blind taste. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to tell much. Maybe it's not as as carbonated, but apart from that, they're very similar in flavor. I guess it just speaks. They're both a straight up apple cider. They're not trying to do anything too different. And I know this says cloudy, but I imagine that's more a lack of a filtration step or a lower filtration step rather than a, a taste thing or an addition. So it still will have the same taste. Maybe it's just got an extra little bit of like yeast or something that was left in there, whatever. Yeah, um, probably, probably just the, the apple juice itself. Um, just giving it that cloudy thing, like you know, you get cloudy apple juice. It's just unfiltered apple juice, so it's probably not even yeast. It's probably just the apple juice itself. My my new favorite word or my word of the week is Nali. What do they call it when they crush all the apples together to make cider? Oh, it's so stupid. What is it again? They pomace. Pomace, yeah. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, 
cider making, no more than beer making, has a lot of weird terms. However, I've come become accustomed to some of the beer terms, so it makes sense. The cider ones are just a bit mental, so they are at times. Like I don't, they just, I feel like they've just made them up. I mean, I'm sure they have at some stage, but it's, it, it feels like any time I read it. I'm just reading it for the first time and it's completely just met up. Yeah, so and the other word I was trying to think of there is scratting. So scratting is when you pick up the cider or pick up the apples from the ground. You're, you go gather the apples, you're going scratting. It's not just gathering, it's scratting, essentially. It's scratting, yeah. How <laughs> How does that make any sense to Like, oh, just, just stop it. It sounds like you're doing something <laughs> illegal. Where are you off tonight? I'm going scratting. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so obviously the, the the taste is fairly similar to Bulmer's. I do think, like you said, Nally, it's I think it's the less carbonation. It, it's it's a much smoother feel. To be fair, I think it's it's nicer than Bulmer's, but I think it's too similar a taste to Bulmer's to make it kind of stand out. Do you know? Yeah, I, I think you've hit it there. I think I'd agree with you fully there, Kinger. It's it's too similar to to change. It's definitely too similar to change my opinion on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not it's not something that's going to blow me out of water. It's it's grand. I, I can see myself on it if it was a if it was a really hot day, and you know you're sitting out the back, a cold pint of that, grand, no bother at all. It'd be fine. You know what I mean? But again, it's very very similar to Bulmers to me. Would that go back to them maybe using the same apple or a similar type of apple? Possibly. I, don't don't Bulmers have this whole thing where they say they use like. 57 different varieties of apple in in their mix or something mad like that so okay. i don't know if if it's necessarily that it might just be that you know i think bulmers is a dry cider as well or something it could be just a style of cider um okay. just because sti- uh, cider has all different types of styles same as beers you know there's just lots of different styles so it could just be that it's a dry cider as opposed to you know a sweet cider or whatever yeah i kind of agree with you nally that it doesn't stand out and make its own like plant its flag in the ground anywhere and say this is what I am you know choose me instead of and because it's not going to like beat Bulmers into pubs and stuff it's really going to be you know the kind of thing that oh I've tried this and because I've tried it I will go and get it again because I know it's nice but like for me ciders were the provision of the you're going out you're driving but you can have one because maybe you're having dinner and you're going to be there a few hours and it's a nice warm summer's day and you want something refreshing, but you don't feel like a Coke or a 7-Up or whatever soft drink, you'll have one cider, like a pint bottle of Bummers or something. And like ever since Walshie's introduced me to sours, like certainly I prefer a sour. Obviously, you're not going to get them in every pub. But I think that they even fill the void a bit better than the cider. But this is just, it's it's grand, but it's just, it's not anything special, you know? You don't seem too blown away by it. <laughs> It's fine. It's like a bummer. It's. I agree with yeah. Nally that there's not enough difference here to. Yeah. To let me comment like otherwise on it. Yeah. It's 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 like you know I know what I'm going to rate it like it's just it's just grand. <laughs> Shock horror. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Like I mean, it's been a it's been a minute since I had a bummer's, but it does fairly remind me of it. Um, I I don't know really where I'd stand on it in in general. I mean, it's it's okay. I mean. It's still a cider, uh, which is not something I'm the biggest fan of. I haven't drank cider mm. since college, so but it's all right. That was uh, that was Doctor College, wasn't it? Uh, Do- absolutely, Doctor College in uh, Doctor College, Doctor College. 
Well, it's not medical school. It's doctor college. No, doctor college. PhD doctor, in uh, yeah, bollocksology. Yeah, you know. yeah bollocksology. Yeah. The, the terminology for it is um, doctor college. Yeah. yeah, that's where the professionals go. Yeah, most most people get an MD while she got a BD. Yeah, bollocksology. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, King Rossing is round to the ratings on this. Um, cool. It's got a nice crisp mouthfeel, you know, a pleasant aroma. It tastes nice. It's very sweet. But it doesn't do too much more than what Bulmer's does, which is kind of the standard we know for our ciders. And, like, I'm hovering in between Brutiful and Just Beer. And I'm sure you'll tell all the lovely listeners how our system works, but I'm going to land straight down on Just Beer with this. Yeah, so the the time-tested and proven scientific rating system on the Crafty Crew podcast here... Uh, As thought up by... Walshie and his group of doctors of bollocksology. Absolutely, absolutely. In my medical field. Yeah. Uh, no, hang on, just to be clear, Walshie, you can't say medical, cause just in case somebody gets confused, okay? There's laws around claiming to be a real doctor. No, I was That's true, yeah. So the, the, rating, the rating system starts at unbearable, then it goes booze. Booze. Beer, just beer. Brutiful, and then... The much coveted unbelievable. Only one member. Only, yeah. only one member so far, yeah. And I don't think that's going to change this episode <laughs> so far. Uh, so, Mark, so you you're 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 giving it a just beer. Yeah. Kind of. I lean yeah. towards the beautiful side, but I still think it's yeah. just beer. Just for just for the sake of the the refreshment, or yeah. Yeah, like it tastes nice and it's refreshing, but it's still like my problem with ciders is they're like sickeningly sweet and. Yeah. So they can be over, a lot of them can be over carbonated, you know, like, and they just, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's just not my, my uh, wheelhouse. So I think, yeah. you know, it'll have to be a really good cider to blow me away. Fair. Yeah. I'll just jump in there, Mark. And I think, I think uh, just what you said there near the end kind of is what gets this up to a just beer for me. I wasn't, I'm not a big fan of it really. Um, it's grand. I, I, I'm going to put it down as a just beer. However, I think the thing that saved it is. Like you were saying there, a lot of ciders tend to be super carbonated. And I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of this, you know, just how sickly sweet when they're super carbonated as well. I find it hard to drink a few of them. You get very, very bloated. The sweetness doesn't help. But this is kind of saved on that because it's not as carbonated. I find it, it's a little, it's not flat, but it's it's less. It's more restrained in the carbonation, which I think helps it in this case. So it does. So yeah, for me, I'm, I'm on just beer as well. It's grand. I'm not going to be rushing out to buy it again, but... You know, someone pops that out and it's a warm day outside and oh, fuck it, I'll drink it. Yeah, I'm um <clears throat> I'm falling like brutal with this. I like it's I think for me it's better than a Bulmers, which I, I would see as like just beer. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Um so I, I, I it's nicer than kind of that than it's nicer than that and um definitely the, the smoothness and the lack of phase or carbonation really helps because like okay it's taken us a bit longer to drink it but i think that's coming from the sweetness which is to be expected with a, with a cider so for me it's a brutal um and i yeah i i don't see any cider getting a an unbearable rating to be fair uh well Chi, um this has been a very civil rating system so far can you drop some um some hate on us <laughs> some, some conflict some please? knowledge no not really a lot of conflict um I'm conflicted on what side I want to go personally. Do I go on my rating system 
or do I kind of lean on Mark's? Sir, come to the dark side. Fuck off. Come no, to fuck the dark off. side. No, hang on. He just said his rating system. No, Does I know. have his own rating system no. he's using? Because <laughs> I, I, I will yeah, kick you out of the There is one rating system. Okay. The one rating no. system is the Crafty Crew approved rating system, Walshy. If you That's like, what it is. If the you process. Would, if you would let me Alcohol finish, Mark. In. No, I won't, because you're going to try and justify using a different rating system. No, Alcohol I'm not. goes in, As we all know, Crafty Crew ratings come out. That's what the Crafty Crew podcast is all about. Yeah, but I've always done that from from day one. I've always well. Then why you mention it? Why did you say it was a new your system or our system? (laughs) That's what you've always done. Why are you calling it out in episode? Okay, the way I I, I've I've talked about it since day one. Dad, your own system? No, not my own system. Dad, in most cases, I'll rate beers like I'd have beers at a four. That like in. I don't know, like a sour four to me wouldn't be the same as a sour four or as a, a larger four. If any of that makes sense. But I've done that since the very beginning. I mean, like, Mark, you asked you asked for a bit more of a tumultuous rating. He, he gave me the conflict um, I asked for. <laughs> he's he's given it to you. Like, me, you asked him for it. <laughs> I did. I did. Asking you shall receive with Dr. Bollocksology, Paul. Walty, sorry, continue. G- give us... Give us uh, right, as, as I was trying to say... Uh, before rudely interrupted it's like <laughs> as a cider it is nicer than ones i've had but for me personally as a drink i don't i don't personally i'm not a big fan of it so i'm probably leaning on the that upper end of a booze so Ooh. you're kind of Ooh. but that's Ooh. just because but that's more down to the fact that i just don't like ciders they're they're yeah. just too sweet and I I don't That's enjoy fair. them. But as if I'm thinking in the context of just a cider, it is one of the nicer ciders I've had in comparison to like a, a Copperberg or a Bulmers. But it doesn't mean I don't overly enjoy it. Just 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 to stick up for the cider, then I think you have to rate it. Just compared to other ciders, like personally, that's that's what I think. But so what we're saying is like you just kind of gave me stick for rating it the way I rate all my beers so far since day one and now you're asking me to rate it the way that I've done since day one no Walshie Kinger's asking you to rate it the way that, that he wants that he gets the result that he wants okay this this easy way to sort it we have the tape we have the technology we can check I know I do think I do think Walshie's called it out before he's kind of all the way I have I've absolutely he rates said them compared it to really? okay. well okay I, but I do think but, but I do but I do think if you dare if you dare call this a goddamn brutal bear Walshie I swear <laughs> to Jesus it's definitely not brutal it's definitely not brutal <laughs> so what's so what's 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 your official rating then for this are you saying booze yeah oh I'm hurt but that's I'm, more I'm down hurt. to the fact that I don't enjoy it, but if yeah. I was to say it as a cider, it's of just beer. So oh, I'd go, be- I'd yeah, go and booze go. then. Yeah. That's fair. No, that's fair. I, I, I feel like I'd be more hurt if I picked the ciders. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that leaves us square on a beer then, does it? Yeah, yeah. Just, just beer. beer. Okay, so that gives uh, Sheppy's uh, original cloudy cider a just beer rating on the Crafty Crew podcast. Can, can we have it a just cider rating on this one? Because, like, I mean... Let's not tarnish the name of beer. <laughs> no, wow. no, because cider needs something to aspire to, Nally. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> Let's go with just beer, so. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, Mark, I'm going to save you the blushes of singing me into my Kinger question this week. So, He wants it anyway. Uh, so we've, we've actually got the luxury of two questions from two listeners this week, which I think is a nice, uh, nice little luxury for me not to be thinking of questions. Um, it's probably better for you as well. You're not dealing with my stupid questions. Um, so Niall Hughes has been in touch. I feel there's a link here somewhere. Um, yes, there is. He's wondering, uh, if you were planning a stag, where would be the best location to go for craft beer? Lisbon. <laughs> I feel like you're invested in this answer as well, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, so this is this is my brother uh, who's in charge of planning my stag. And he is throwing this question in either to be a little bit of a snake or else to get a genuine answer. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, I'll let you guys throw your, your hat in the ring for this because I do have too much invested in it. Yeah, so I mean, I reckon if you're staying at home in Ireland, um, I'm assuming, Mark, that's, you know, you live here, right? I do live in Ireland, but Excellent. Uh, it won't be uh, so, it won't be for at least twelve months. So hopefully yeah. the option to go. I'm assuming if if we're if we're staying in Ireland, then you know for craft beer, there's a lot of places at the minute. There's you know there's more and more breweries popping up. Maybe not at the minute, but recently there's been more and more breweries popping up. Um, Dublin still has the most probably, you know, within walking distance of each other, or at least within a handy taxi distance of each other. Um, so Dublin probably would be a good place to go. Um, the Midlands, there's a good few popping up now as well. There's, I know we've said it a bit on this, there's Dead Centre, which are class. There's Wide Street Brewery, which is based in Ballymatton. And then there's St. Mel's Brewery, which is based in Longford. And then just out the road, there's the Black Donkey as well. It's based in Roscommon. So, you know, there's four four breweries kind of around each other. So it's not too bad a shout. But if you're going abroad, then, you know, depending on what kind of beer you're into, you could hit Belgium. Belgium has a crap load of, you know, breweries over there. So it might be good to get across there. And you could, you know, there, I think there's, uh, I saw it on Facebook the other day. I think it's the Delirium Tremens Cafe in Belgium has like the world's largest selection of beers. So that might be somewhere to go. Just like you could just go to one spot and try a rake of different beer. Everything. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some pictures of that place. The menu is literally the entire four walls of it are painted in... <laughs> like beers and all those beers are available but you have to get lucky because i think they only have like two or three of each and it's like if you pick one that somebody's drank the three of you have to pick one of the other several thousand options you know which is a bit shit i suppose how terrible (laughs) uh i so like i know um a gang of lads i used to work with went to uh i think they started in newcastle and again this would be like permitting travel outside of covid times etc uh it started in Newcastle. I think the train, you, you get in a train, Newcastle to Manchester, but it stops at these like little tiny train stations that have these uh, microbreweries. And you hop off the train, stay for 20, maybe 20 minutes, taste whatever they have, back on the train, onto the next one. I think it's called the Ale Trail, um, which I think is a cool name. I wasn't able to go at the time. I can't remember why, but um, the lads loved it. They were absolutely fucking balubas as well by the by, by the end of the train journey so uh but it's you know it's it's a great way to to maybe try a load of craft beers that you've probably never heard of or will never have a chance to try do you know so well she what do you think well to be honest with you, um as in a craft one i i honestly don't have an answer i don't know um but one there you could try like a load of different beers i mean you can't really go wrong with the likes of an oktoberfest um, Vegas has um, bars over there. I can't remember what it was called. Um, Nanny, what was it? Uh, like Beer 52 or something like that? 
Beer Mark's like in the vague yeah. suggestion. Something like that had like 50-something <laughs> different taps. Um, so, I mean, and you can't really go wrong with there. I do like I do like Kinger's thing there. That'd be something really cool to do. I know what you say was Ale Trail would be really cool. I think, I think it's called the Ale Trail, yeah. So there you go, Mark. I mean, if 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 those were laid out in front of you, um, a train craft beer journey, um, Oktoberfest, Vegas, or uh, did you say Belgium, Ali? Was it was Belgium, it Belgium? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where where would be your your um where where would you land? Well, I think Nally wants to throw something in before I answer, so. <clears throat> Go ahead. I just want, I just want to point out to Niall that I think the key takeaway from this is uh, not Lisbon. <laughs> yeah, not Lisbon. He, he doesn't. He does enjoy asking me what I'd like to do, and then just as I'm about to answer, he says, "Doesn't matter. You have no say in this." Easy. Um, it's a wise man. Yeah. So <laughs> if that's the case, like I'm going to assume because he keeps saying that to me that he's paying for me. So in that, I'll take uh, Oktoberfest and Vegas, please. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'd like nice. both in one. I think that's no. Honestly, um, I love the Oktoberfest idea. Uh, that that would be really cool. But I think you just kind of get lost in the big crowd. The ale trail thing though sounds really cool. Like Newcastle, Manchester, you could catch a Premier League game. Yeah. You know, spend the weekend there. Like, it's not too hard to get to. It's you know, easy flight, cheap flights, and probably yeah. cheap accommodation. And Nally is laughing yeah, and pissing that, that, uh, I know, I know what's coming. Like, go on. Is that because you know when you're catching that Premier League game, that'd be in Manchester? Because next season you definitely won't catch a Premier League one in Newcastle, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Fulham are coming, boys. They're coming for you. <laughs> Han Mono. That's one hundred percent making the edit. Oh my so you like that kicker? What I'm loving about this though is like it's actually a fair point because. Premier League games are really hard to get tickets to, but Championship games, you know, they're ten a penny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're paying you to go watch it. <laughs> Probably more chance to get in Premier League games in Sunderland for, or, or, over the next few years than there is in fucking Newcastle. We lads, we the lads, we the lads. Mark, introduce us to our second beer of the, of the week, please. Yeah, so our second cider of the week, Kinger. Second cider of there. the week. Apologies, yeah, cider, yeah, um, yeah. You're not as professional as we thought you were, are you? <laughs> okay. Um, I'll fix it in the edit. <laughs> All hail the glorious edit. edit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, it's funny, like, the three of us, while she and Ali, we all wait, tr- like, on, you know, tender hooks, waiting to see what Kinger leaves in and out <laughs> during the edit. Yeah. We really don't know how you're going to come across in an yeah. actual episode. <laughs> It all depends on, on what sort of mood Kinger's in with you. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. You're sending them positive messages through the week, you know. We're going to try Craigie's Irish Craft Cider. So it's a rosé. It's 5.8%, which is, you know, quite strong for a cider. And um, yeah, crack them open and see what we got. Cool. Rose I'm really cider. looking forward to this one. I'm really looking forward to this one because I went through a real phase of drinking rosé when I was in college. Because it was like the, ch- the cheap wine to get. Yeah, well, there's definitely a rosé smell off of this. Really? Yeah. Kinger, was that your alternative to most people going on the old Buckfast? Did you go the rosé instead? Yeah, fact, I couldn't stomach Buckfast. Could not stomach it. I thought that was awful stuff. Strangely enough, I had a friend that actually told me one day, he's like, sure, it tastes like Petit Falou. I was like, where where are you at, lad? Where are you at? That man has no taste buds left alive. Absolutely. (laughs) Lads, this thing smells like it's gone off. It oh. just give it a give it a pour 
Um, the swell does settle down a little bit. I think the initial blast is the carbonation. Now, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying it smells a little better when it's in the glass. I don't know about that. It has a very rosé. There's a hint of rosé there. There's also a hint of, of rubbish or something. Yeah, I get <laughs> a, hint of, a hint of vinegar or something at the end as well. Like. Yeah, right. That's yeah. sour. Ooh, there's a lot of vinegar in that. It's like an I, apple vinegar. I think the vinegar is the vinegar is a good shout, Mally. The ethanoic acid or whatever from from white wine. Rosé so it's wines. a fairly it's a it's a fairly similar color to um, the Sheppies, Just it's a lot a clearer, lighter. obviously. Yeah. A lot clearer, yeah. I'd say it's a bit more pink as well. Not not being a smart ass from the rosé, but it is a bit more pink than the other one. Was kind of more. White. Okay, I don't see that. I, yeah, I I don't see it. Maybe it's just my my light here but yeah it, I haven't even drank any of it yet no, <laughs> same yeah same I, I won't lie I'm kind of I've kind of gone to a place in my head where I'm like I really hope this is like Kinger's reaction to the sours where I smelt this and it smells like feet and hopefully I yeah. taste it and it's like this is actually alright oh that was Mark <laughs> sorry apologies yeah 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 would you take the smell of a sour or the smell of this this oh <laughs> I like sours but I, I the smell of this yeah yeah, over sour, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, for me, I think uh, sour because it would depend very much on the sour. I mean, you know, you can get those raspberry sours that are very nice. They smell class as well, as opposed to whatever this is. Yeah, you can also get green zebra, which smells like feet. So I think that's kind of a, like a moot question. <laughs> but I've just tried some of this and it's not as bad as the smell. It's really, know. really dry. It's not even crisp. It's just dry, like what a wine is. Does anyone get that? Uh, I, I'm looking at faces. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it doesn't taste as bad as it smells. I'm looking at some faces on this video call that are absolutely shocked in horror. I think, Mark, and you're saying you, you, you're more or less saying that you don't mind it. And you said that you do like a rosé, you do like a wine now and again. I'd say that's probably a lot to do with it. I hate wine. I dislike this. A lot. It's no... It's 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 a no for me. That's a very that's a, I mean that's a very, very quick, quick. It's very yeah, quick to just go no no. <laughs> well, it's your I, job now. While you're on a podcast, so you have to keep drinking it. <laughs> I'm just I'm just uh, doing a little bit of research here. We probably I probably should have done this research before um, any of the podcast was recorded. But rose cider is a thing. I didn't know that was a wow. I thought this was like I thought this was like. Some kind of hybrid of rosé wine and cider. I thought that's what this was. Um, this rosé apple is a is a is a is a is a breed of apple. Would say. And I can tell you with all confidence, Kinger, it should not be a thing. It should die. Outside <laughs> <laughs> of a specific apple tree. Stick to your golden delicious and your old pink lady there with oh, that rosé. Oh, throw an old pink lady in there. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> So it's a lot more it's a lot more carbonated for for a start compared to um, Sheppies, and I, 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 for me that makes it harder to drink straight away. Yeah, I'd agree with you, Kinger. So it's definitely definitely more carbonated. Um, like you said, the smell isn't it's not great. There's something kind of sour or vinegary off the smell, and I think for me that kind of follows through on the flavor as well. It's very tart. Like, it really hits you a punch in the face when you drink it. Like, there's that... Your lips and everything just pucker up. Like, that that has more of an effect than the sours had on me. Like, a, you know, that tartness in your mouth. Um, yeah, Jesus, lads. 
you feel like you need like a labello or a chapstick or whatever implement you use to moisten your lips when you've got a like cold sore or whatever but you feel like you need something like that after you're drinking it it's absolutely drying out everything it touches so uh guys i've been doing some research on this um a little bit before we tried it so craigie's isn't actually an irish brand it says irish craft cider okay it's uh it's owned by o'harris okay carlo brewing company they trade as o'harris so like everyone will have seen an o'harris beer on some shelf somewhere so they bought this in from like an english supplier or whatever they're just producing it or or branding it and selling it in ireland um but like you know guys you need to you need to get rid of that contract i think (laughs) and find another another supplier of of a brand name because just i can see everybody's reaction to this so far we're not liking it yeah jeez lads i i i I wouldn't be no i wouldn't be afraid of an old an old tipple or two but i'll tell you something for not i will not for the life of me be going looking for this anywhere again yeah i just don't know man Uh, i mean i know you didn't pick the signers kinger but this is doing nothing for your hopes of what's (laughs) going ahead with them (laughs) in fact as a person who did pick the ciders i think this reinforces our views on ciders (laughs) and how bad they are this reinforces that i know my life has been altered and i don't know if it's for the better (laughs) I'm questioning life choices right now. Life is flashing before my eyes. It's quite boring. But um, it had this involved in it and I'm not happy about it. I can I can get over a lot. Okay. <laughs> We've had beers that didn't taste great. We've had beers that had like bad mouthfeels or aromas or like like one thing or two things bad with them and we've given them an appropriate rating. The odor of this was shit. The taste isn't much better. The mouthfeel feels like you're licking sand okay and oh like the only thing you can't complain about is the color because color is just color okay and you can't really there's no bad color i'm trying to find a positive spin here somewhere and like i'm even looking at the bottle at the label and like even that is just a bit like the label is some sort of old tricycle armchair contraption and it's pink because i get it's rose whatever you'll be looking for a wild king or let's put it that way (laughs) <laughs> I just want to point out there's uh, there's also two sides of Nally to to um all of these of all of our ratings. When Nally likes a beer, it's gone before we get to the rating of it. He has it swamped, and if he lifts up his glass and shows the the two boys as well, it's gone. And I know it's gone because he doesn't want to drink it anymore, and he he doesn't want to say that he he didn't finish it. So he's he's finished it just to be stubborn and get it done with yeah see looking at him is how i feel right now like it's it's like i've been through the wars i've been through an ordeal yeah and as as natalie's doing pour me a beer so i can get rid of that taste lads i i think we can move on to the rating for this and i'm gonna tell you straight out the bat for me that's unbearable that's the that that's the lowest rating i've ever given a beer i that is oh jesus christ like no, that was hard drink now, boys. That's that's I can tell you something for nothing. That's not for me. <laughs> Would not recommend to a friend. Nope. <laughs> I think this is definitely a rating that's going to be kind of predominantly negative. I I wouldn't go as far to say as it's unbearable. I would probably say that it's a booze. Um, 
only because I am I am getting the very the very light kind of tint of a of a of a cider flavor coming through it. I wouldn't be rushing out to get it again. Let's call a spade a spade, but I think it's a booze. I think the target audience for this is people who don't know what they're buying. You know, <laughs> yeah, like us. Like we didn't know. It's like oh, it's a cider, Grant. Oh, but it's rosé. So you know, oh, I drink cider and my girlfriend drinks cider. So we're gonna try a rosé one because we also drink wine. Yeah, it'll be nice. And then you know, this must be something that they only sell like they sell to people once. Surely, surely, like how can you sell this over again? I think you could be right, Mark. I think it might it might come across. It might be a bit gimmicky or something having it called a rosé there as well. Now, rosé might be a style of cider, and there might be some good ones, but I feel like this is a very poor example of it. Like. The only positive is the five point eight percent, but to to kick back, Nally, you've given it unbearable. Kinger's given it a booze. I'm looking at my glass, and I'll show it to you now. We have been talking for like whatever this gets edited down to. Wow. It's usually like maybe double. I have drank what? What is that? Six or seven mouthfuls. I I won't finish this. Like, or if I do, it'll be such a struggle. This is unbearable. Unbearable all day long. While she? Yeah, just I just needed a minute. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do what Nanny is doing Try to get rid of it as quick as possible uh, I'm nearly there I probably have a mouthful or two left I've never put this much effort into anything in my life um, it's, it's, it's unbearable And if there was something worse than that I'd give it that as well It's so bad If we had tried this first The Sheppies would have gotten a beautiful it, probably, Fucking unbelievable. Probably, yeah. probably would have Probably would have uh, so just, just look. So rosé ciders are a, an actual thing. So I, I did. I thought this was kind of like a, you know, like they were taking a punt on something different. But it's, 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 it's a style of cider. If if that's the case, like I can happily say that I prefer. I I like one style of cider then because that's like, you know, th- like this is pretty unforgivable. Well, I wouldn't say that, Kinger, because I'm sure you're a fan of like the say kiwi and lime ciders or what is a strawberry yeah. and lime or pomegranate like they're all different styles of ciders as well so i just think that our experience of rosé cider and maybe if we ever come back around to them we'll give another brand a try before we stink on a whole style you but might, this is super might. bad and Walshie, <laughs> can you just confirm that you're giving this an unbearable so we can move on from this oh 100 oh, oh, unbearable all day Right. Unbearable, unbearable, unbearable. Booze from Kinger. And you know, it's a boo to you, Kinger, for giving this Anton hired and an unbearable. <laughs> yeah, boo, Kinger. <laughs> boo, Kinger, <laughs> boo. Just, just, just a quick one for anyone listening out there. If they do know any rosé cider that's half decent, like hit us up, let us know. And if we get back around to ciders, we'll, we'll, we'll stick it on the list to try it. Like, yeah, like you sure. said, there's no, point, there's no point shitting on a whole style because of some really, really, really... Really, really bad example. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure my three friends would like to try them roses while I try something good. <laughs> All three of your friends while she, yeah? All, All three, three of them, my only friends. And after this episode, I'm not even sure anymore. Well, in a, in a surprising turn of events, we're going from the, the podcast first unbelievable rating to the podcast first un beerable rating which I think is a I think is a little harsh but not you gotta go there, to consensus never speak no, about it's it again no it's I, not you don't even think it's never speak of like, it again <laughs> Kinger I would have struggled with my words 
as well talking about that as well at the very end so yeah Kinger I don't, I don't feel like I don't feel like even you can say that that's a little harsh you've only given it a booze because you're the cider man I feel like if you were fully honest this is out the gap and never speak of again I'm only giving it a booze because I feel every beer needs someone to fight its corner somewhere for somewhere <laughs> that's all nope <clears throat> nope <laughs> uh, okay look, we'll we'll move swiftly on to our second question of the week um, another listener uh, question that was sent in to us by Brendan Sewell 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 I'm mate I'm sorry if, if I got your name wrong I, I apologise wholeheartedly we have two listeners that's 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 two for sure which is always uh it's better well, than one we, we, well we'll be back down to one now that you can't pronounce one of the two listers yeah. names i know i know it's a great question though right so you wake up tomorrow morning the power has been put in your hands to eradicate a single style of beer what are you getting rid of rose cider <laughs> get rid of rose cider it's gone kicked out the door get out and walk go home to your mother Think about everything you've done wrong in your life and, you know, don't come near me again. Just for anyone listening, I want to point this out that all three of us about to answer have been struggling to get in there first. And I guarantee you, every one of us was about to say rosé cider. My God, that's muck. <clears throat> that's fine. And I take your point. Uh, you were very unimpressed by rosé ciders, but I'm going to push you for like, let's, that's just ciders. So let's just say and like pick a style that you would er- eradicate. Um, what would you go with? Okay, I'll jump on. I'll jump in there first. Uh, and a certain person might be overly happy with me, uh, and I will give two reasons for it. But I will get rid of double IPAs. Sorry, King. My God. I'm sorry. My God. Like I'm sorry. I'm, I am sorry. I, I'll give two reasons. One, I just don't like them. I find them too strong. I don't find them enjoyable. Two. They cost much for breweries. So, I mean, I don't think it would be a big hit on them to be like, okay, the cost is too much. They don't make as much money on it. So I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world if you had to get rid of one, being doubles. I could also say triples, but I've never had one, so I won't go that far. (laughs) Oh, well, she got out of me giving you a rake of abuse there because your two reasons were cost and uh, strength or whatever, yeah. Um, triples should go but yeah now I take your points fair play it's not as if well double IPAs yeah. don't like you either watching yeah. so <laughs> hey fair, fair enough. King, no, it's a Kinger hit. back off that's a that's a doctor you're talking to okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit of respect the amount of money that I put into my I don't know PhD or whatever he did not pay all that money for that online website <laughs> you should disrespect him <laughs> Well, okay, Walshie's taking aim at me and my favourite style, so I'm going to do the same thing out of pure spite, but I'm aiming Ooh. it at Nally. Nally, stouts. Like, come on. Like, what's the point? Nobody needs a double cherry chocolate cheesecake fucking stout. It's ridiculous. Hey, hey, hold on now. No, no, hold on, hold on. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. So, Kinger, just so you know that that means you're including getting rid of Guinness. And you can't caveat it with except Guinness. It means it's gone. I would, yeah, I I would happily get rid of Guinness. You would all other all other styles of nonsense, all other types of nonsense stouts would go as well. Now, Kinger, I don't mean to dredge up things that are not from the podcast. However, I need to bring this up because fuck you. Um, (laughs) What what was that beer you were dying to try? That 
pecan. What was that? What type of beer was that? Was that a lager? No. Was it, it that was a stout? What? Yeah. And how did you like that? Because I can check. You're right. untapped. It was only mm. all right. It was only yeah, all right. It was only all right. Can yeah. I? Did he not give that yeah. a six out of five? Can I just say? Can I just say one thing? <laughs> the three of us have, as you know, mature adults with analytical heads on us. One is a doctor. Two are scientists. We have agreed on one thing already tonight. And Kinger has, you know, gone off his own way. Because we control the edit and I can do what I want. So can we all just say something here that, you know, like Kinger's wrong? We just, we all agree there? Walshie, Nally? Yep. Walshie? He, he could put in something horrible about me in that edit. I say a lot of stupid shit. Walshie's too afraid to stand up I don't want to take that risk. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you know That's fair. But no, fair, you're entitled to your opinion and... Uh, wrong as it may be um <laughs> and <laughs> your stout's gone that's fair enough for me i feel like uh i i love craft beer i know all of us here do and um i feel like a thing okay they're great they're great beers you know people tend to start off in them not great beers but people tend to start off in them so like a Coors and budweiser and things like that and people start off in them i feel like if we got rid of them that it would lead to a lot more craft beer breweries being around. And it, it would be a lot more people would try a wider style of beer. So for me personally, the style of beer I'd get rid of would probably be American Light Lager. I know that it's the best selling in the world and everything like that. However, I feel like if it was gone, people might try more craft breweries. Craft I, beers. Nally, I disagree with you, but I completely respect where you're coming from. The one counterpoint I would make is... The reason the craft beer brewery has exploded is that there's so many, the beer industry itself is so big and, you know, maybe 90% of people drink standard stuff like American light lagers, sorry, American light lagers, and they're happy enough with that. But there's, because it's so big, the 10% that want craft beer is such a big number that it exists. I think if you kill that market, we'd end up like, come on, man, we'd have like three beers and like would all be like vegan shakes and shit like that, you know? Health food would have, oh, would be, have advanced 50 years, and I can't take that. Yeah, no, I, I, I get your point. Just from that, I think I think if we're on about getting rid of it from now, that's mm. why I'm going with American Light Lager. However, yeah, I get your point. It's kinda, it kind of brought beer to the masses, and if we're on about from the start, then obviously you can't get rid of that style because it's, it's kicking it into everyone else. Like, Yeah, no, I take your point, and I think I was probably a bit misunderstanding of what you're saying there yeah no i i take it from now i completely see where you're coming from kinger oh you want to say something kinger do you okay third third time's a charm so essentially need i him. wanted to point out that i gave my opinion as what i would um eradicate from this earth and it was like <laughs> you, there wasn't enough room for the three of you to jump down my throat hey, i didn't say but anything you two you two just had a a, a very civil and a very uh, friendly sounding discussion even though oh, i disagree with you however i'll counter your point with like where was my civility when when all this was was you know as soon as you wanted to get rid of guinness care i don't think i need to say anything you you don't like guinness you think guinness that's just should be removed and and you gave me stick that i've only had one yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't kick it out of bed though would you would you not like kinger you what you want to stop me from having my second pint of Guinness? 
That's yeah. If, oh, if, if, if it meant you also couldn't have a double raspberry apple flavored uh, gingerbread stout, I, like what's the point in that? I don't, I don't get it. Like, uh, it's, it's while nonsense. she, if, if does that exist, and if it does, while she needs it in his ri- life right now, so please tell him who makes it. <laughs> not, not a, <laughs> not a gingerbread one. No, I have to say because I feel like I don't want to end this podcast with me saying that I want to get rid of Guinness. Guinness is the holy grail for me. It's the holy grail, right? So I, I do love Guinness. I just think that there's no point in trying to do something so crazy to that style of, of beer when it doesn't need it. That's that's my feelings on it. Uh, no, for me, it's going to be brown ales. Uh, and I had a bit of time to think about this because I'm answering last. Um, I think brown ales for me, they're not a style I particularly enjoy. I also think they're a style that kind of, they're, they're quite minimalistic. Like, there's not many of them, is, is kind of what I'm trying to say. There's very much two or three big ones, and then people aren't going out of their way to, like, try and make that many new brown ales. You know, it's... Nobody's really trying to explore that market. And I think it's because a lot of people feel like me, that brown ale, it doesn't sound appealing. You know, for me, there isn't a... Yeah, <laughs> Never there, thought but it does. It is brown <laughs> ale. You think of ale, and you think of, like, a kind of, you know... A, a slightly more viscous than water liquid and then you think of brown and those two yeah. colours those two kind of things don't really go well together and I think for me yeah, no, I don't know anyone who whose favourite drink is a brown ale and I'm sure there's a lot of them out there who are like brown ale or death whatever those kind of people but I think that they don't offer that much to the market as a whole nobody's looking to explore mm. into that sector of the market so there's no new innovations or new flavors or like new ones coming out very regularly and then again my own personal preference is that i don't really like them so they're kind of that's why i get rid of them so that brings us to the end of a tumultuous episode in the end uh for ciders uh, on the podcast um any final words lads yeah very boo kinger kinger mark you you suggested deciders. no 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 i just had to pick them yeah, boo Mark, Kinger suggested them. Kinger suggested them. Oh, fuck you, man. We went the whole episode. <laughs> the whole fucking episode before we got into this shit. And, and we were all against Kinger, and you just had to throw a spanner in the works, didn't you? I'll always, I'll always turn it around. I'll always turn it around. Uh, Mark, as usual, give us a quick rundown of our uh, social channels for people yeah, to touch. Yeah, we're everywhere you listen to your podcast Spotify, iTunes anchor soundcloud wherever it is we're there at crafty crew podcast and find us on facebook at crafty crew podcast and if you'd like to email us in a question and um, we would really appreciate any questions that any listeners have we'll throw them on the next episode and you'll be able to to hear what we think of your question and um, find us again on facebook crafty crew podcast or uh crafty crew podcast at gmail.com you can find us on untapped as well at crafty crew podcast uh, and congratulations to Untapped, who, which has just recently had a billion check-ins. So, one That's billion mad, beers have been have been yeah. checked into Untapped, which, considering it's such a niche Crazy. app, really is a a warning for every member that you know maybe you need to see yeah. uh, your endocrinologist <laughs> very soon. Yeah, he's up a bit. <laughs> Mally was about half of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, next week next week we are on uh, much to Nally's excitement and delight uh, we're on Belgians next week which is uh, a new one for me I have to say we're on uh, Trappist Rochefort 8 
And we're also on uh, West Mile Trappist Triple. Did I do? Did I say the names right, Ali? Am I am I passing that? Yeah. So you got the names right. The only thing I'll throw out just a caveat is it's, it's not just Belgian. It's Belgian Trappist beer specifically, uh, oh, which is okay. its own. Sorry, like. <laughs> well, it's its own unique thing. Don't don't be doing that. Like you know, they deserve it. Those monks need the. Do, those monks need the props. They don't do don't give beer. too much away, Nally, because anyone who wants to find out why a trappist is a trappist and why it's called a trappist, join us next week for that. So while the lads are phoning over the uh, Belgian trappist there next week, um, it's a goodbye from Nally, goodbye from Mark, goodbye from Mulchie, and from myself, Kinger. See you next week. <laughs>